And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends, welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me, dude. Oh, what a time to be alive. I am in a fantastic mood this morning. Though physically, I'm feeling uh, sort of slightly sheepish, if you will. Um, mentally, and and I don't want to speak out of school, but spiritually, I've never felt better. Now, I know what you're thinking. Maybe maybe he's dating a great new girl, you know? Maybe he's uh, he's got a big break in his comedy career. It's finally happening for Billy D. You know, maybe, uh, maybe he's just finally uh, grateful for the beautiful life he has, you know? Or maybe, dude, I want a fuckload of money on the Melbourne Cup, hey? Take your pick, okay? Whoever said money doesn't equal happiness, point that bloke out. What bus stop is he living at, okay? I've been living in borderline poverty for the last five years. I have a huge win on the Melbourne Cup, immediately feel fantastic, so you do the maths on that, okay? Now, I'm pretty sure as long as I can keep winning enormous amounts of money on the horses, I will live a long and happy life. And like I said, I'm not a huge gambler. You know, I, you know, I have a bet, you know, on the Melbourne Cup, if I go out to the races, if I'm at the pub, but from where I can stand, you pretty much can't lose, okay? So as long as I can keep pulling off unbelievable trifectas, um... It's going to be smooth sailing for the next 65 years. So very exciting times. Um, but yeah, look, I did uh, I did have a big win on the cup yesterday. Um, it's not going to affect the pod, although this will be the last episode. I will be retiring from all forms of art and or entertainment um, because I simply don't have to, I don't have to grind anymore. Okay. I've got, I've got the money. I've got the hair. Um, and that's pretty much all you need in life from what I can see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've reached borderline Bilzerian levels of fame and or wealth off the back of one trifecta win. Okay. So it's very exciting. Um, but just before I go, I go any further, just on the Melbourne cup, let's talk about life for a second here. In life, you have winners and you have losers. Okay. Now take a moment to think about which one you are. Um, obviously myself, nothing needs to be said. Okay. Now winners create opportunities. Losers regret. Okay. That's the big difference. All right. Now, a lot of losers yesterday thought I'm not going to put $10 on a, on a, on a trifecta and try and pick the exact three horses. I heard a lot of losers say that a lot of losers said gambling's for suckers. Well, you gambled that day by not gambling and you lost. Wrap your head around that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, uh, look, I didn't even, I didn't even have any yarns to tell. Like I didn't even go out for Melbourne Cup. Didn't have to. Okay. Also wasn't allowed to, uh, didn't put it in for leave at work. Um, I'm really not sure how leave works. I've come from a background of years and years of casual employment where you just sort of put NA in a blue folder somewhere, but I haven't been able to find that folder at my new job. So I just go in every day and I'm really just waiting for someone to say, have a day off, mate. I've got your roster next week, Wednesday to Friday. But they keep saying, I keep saying, so am I back five days next week? They go, yes, Bill. It's every week. And I said, all right, well, you just let me know. And if you see that blue folder, send it my way. I've got some pretty serious uh, NAing to do, RE, this summer. Um, 
but yeah basically i put a five dollar trifecta on came away with two grand i'm a better person for it and i now see the world more clearly than ever before so it's very exciting um came home and you know i didn't go out but i did have to i did have to let the dogs out um a little bit celebration wise we had a few mates around the neighbors came around dude what about this our new neighbors one of them is a chef and he's just spent the last two years touring with some of the biggest music acts on the planet so he comes around he's dro- he's dropping all these stories about like cooking for drake um liam gallagher like adele freaking ariana grande he was on tour with her crazy stories dude fucking crazy stories you ever heard a story about how drake likes his salmon because i have okay man insane he said he worked at wembley they do this thing where the chefs do a residency at wembley when it's the summer and all the big acts are coming through he said he worked 65 days straight like 14 hour days i can only assume pop stars are absolutely ravenous for smoked salmon and poached eggs um because he said that's pretty much all he cooked but dude unreal stories he toured all over Europe with some of the biggest acts in the world. I said, mate, well, fuck, how'd you like to come come to Adelaide and Perth with me next year? You can make me a couple of sandwiches, hey? <laughs> Ham and cheese, brother. Toast it up. Bit of chili sauce as a treat. He declined the offer. He's actually working... How's this? This guy's working at a two... Uh, is it a star? A two Michelin hat restaurant. Okay? Very exciting. The minimum amount of money you can spend on a steak there is $70. That's for the shittest steak they have. And the best steak is $300. And this guy's stealing some bloody... He said he steals meat regularly. So I could be possibly biting into a $120 steak because of the connections I've made. Okay? Or I could actually just go to the restaurant and buy one because I'm filthy fucking rich now. What? (laughs) Woo! Dude, I was thinking about what I should do because it's very rare to come into a sort of a big old sum of money like this. And I'm also famously out of debt now. You know, in years gone by, I I got my filthy mitts on two grand, maybe after a show or something. You know, that just just is a drop in the ocean of the debt I was, I was going to say drowning in, but I don't know. I honestly recommend debt. I went on like three holidays I couldn't have and I just, I slept great. I just conti- like I I did not feel the financial stress. I think when people talk about financial stress, um, they're mostly talking about blokes who have like four kids and a mortgage. Um, if you're just like a renegade twenty-two-year-old who owes fifteen grand, I don't. Th- I honestly I felt no. I I lived a very great life, happy, <laughs> slept like a baby every night. You know there was no oh my next payment. You know I just get another credit card. Fucking <laughs> keep the good times rolling you know so and now i'm out of debt and i gotta say i kind of miss it you know i kind of miss it um but yeah i will say so yeah melbourne cup was unreal heard all these crazy stories about drake came away with two grand washed my hair this morning i don't give a fuck okay i just don't give a fuck anymore um so very exciting stuff very exciting day and and we roll on but it's so cool having cool neighbors for a change i gotta say but anyway let's crack into whatever uh, i've been up to um i tell you what god forbid i had a loss on the cup yesterday there's eight minutes we wouldn't have enjoyed just then 
I posted a video on Instagram, sort of arrogantly telling the world about my win. I did regret posting it, but because um, I was a bit, a bit drunk at the time. But then, you know, I'm not deleting stuff. What is this communism? Not on my watch, babe. Not on my watch. Um, but yeah, okay. What have I been up to? Firstly, Wednesday, I did a comedy gig at a magic club. Now, dude, this magic club is so fucking cool. It's like old school showbiz. Like, firstly, I didn't even know there was a magic club. Okay, no one knew there was a magic club. But there is. And it's crazy. You Like, they let the comedians smoke in the green room. It's like, just the, the curtain goes up when the host goes on. You know, it's like fucking, it's like vaudeville, you know? Uh, it's fucking cool as shit, dude. Um, so that was a fun gig. They were filming the gig. Okay, now it's very rare to get a good uh, comedy footage, you know, because it's quite expensive if you want to do it yourself. Um, and, it, and a lot can go wrong in a in a comedy club environment. You know, maybe the camera and the sound's great, but you bomb. Uh, maybe you kill, but the sound fucks up. You know, maybe some guy walks through your set. Um, you know, maybe someone in the crowd heckles you. And you get, you know, maybe then you get a great video of you destroying a heckler. Or maybe you get a pretty pathetic video of some 45-year-old guy bullying you for four minutes. Um, it could go either way. But, I, but the, I've seen the videos from this gig and I thought, oh, this is a great little opportunity. So I was memorizing these old jokes like all day. Jokes I don't tell anymore. But I still think, you know, they're, you know, people could get some enjoyment out of them. They're from my first show. And I was memorizing them all day. I haven't told them in like a year. Anyway, I get there, just as I'm about to go on stage, the guy goes, and also the other thing about this comedy club is it's very professional. Uh, they want you to do 10 minutes. Uh, you can't go 30 seconds under or 30 seconds over. They will not provide a light. It's like a professionalism thing. You should know. Um, un- unfortunately, you know, I, I, I catch a riff before I even get to the microphone, so... Who knows, you know, is it been 17 minutes or three years? Am I famous yet? What's happening? Okay, what's happening? Um, but just so I'm about to go on stage, he goes, oh, by the way, the sound, uh, no good. So you probably won't be able to get the clips from this one. He goes, I forgot the sound recorder thing. I go, oh, for fuck's sake. Now I don't want to do these old jokes anymore. Now I'm rewriting my set in my head going like, maybe I should say this. Is this 10 minutes? I don't know what's going on. Welcome to the stage, Billy Darcy. Oh, fuck, I'm flirting with some mum in the front row now. Oh, I, think I'm, I think I'm seven minutes in. I could be 15. What's happening? Bedlam. Absolute bedlam. Um, so, yeah, I think I ended up doing a gentleman's 13. So, whoops. Sorry about that. Um, but that's okay. Uh, the headliner was supposed to do 25 and did a gentleman's 11. So, I think it kind of balanced out in the end. But, yeah, dude, these... Man, these... Another opportunity to get a, get some stand-up clips slips through my greasy little mitts. Um, yeah, I've I've blown so many of these opportunities. It's just hard to get the right... Um, the right... Uh, I don't know, like if it's your show and your crowd and your set and the way you want to do it. Like I did this Neil Cole, Neil Cole Hatka show that he was filming. And I was like, this is going to be great. And then... Um, yeah, I just didn't go very well. <laughs> I just, I kind of freaked out. Oh, I didn't even freak out, but like, um, I just didn't have a good set. So that's, that, that one's gone. 
uh at the comedy store i ripped one night and then the footage came out mud um and then yeah it's just sort of like you try to record a bit and like you know like dave Chappelle records his specials he i think he filmed his last special eight times that's how much can go wrong and that guy's the greatest comedian with the greatest production you know it would cost millions to shoot his special and he's doing it eight times still and you know you get these little opportunities to film stuff you get one shot at it you know you could be two minutes into a three minute bit some guy in the front row is like fucking takes a phone call from his cousin yeah i'm at the billy darcy show and then that's fucked you know when i opened for isaac butterfield's special that was like dude they had like 12 cameras there fucking 700 person theater or whatever it's on a platter you know a great opportunity to get some footage i bombed horrifically <laughs> it was horrendous that's a whole story um i don't know what episodes that that's on but that's a good story actually um and yeah i mean these opportunities just slip through your fingers left and right so and another one has just done exactly that um so anyway what am i bloody talking about so come home friday from work do 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 now sometimes you come home to the lad pad um i'm really self-conscious about saying lad pad these days now. i didn't realize so many people thought it was lame but like i said it's been two years it's too like what, what do you want from me now it's too late um so anyway get back to the lad pad and i'm saying that unironically thank you get back to the lad pad and i don't want to speak out of school but there's some narcotics being passed around okay baked goods now i've been candid on this podcast before um i've done narcotics in the past and i will continue to do them in the future okay nothing crazy okay nothing crazy but we got some weed cookies being passed around here all right now i've got home about 45 minutes after the the lads have taken one i i jump in i eat half a cookie i think that'll be all right unfortunately at which point i was peer pressured beyond belief um one of the lads noted that if i finished the whole cookie um, in his eyes, I would be a much cooler man. I thought, well, doesn't take a fucking genius to work this out. I want to be the coolest guy ever. So I had the rest of the cookie. Now, my mate Ben, uh, I got to say, he's not doing too well in the corner. And I'm looking at him. Now I'm like, I'm like, this is like looking into the future. Okay. Freaking old mate over here. He's getting real fucking weird. And he's having like 20 minute bouts of silence. And he's like, he's breathing heavy. And I'm like, oh boy, what have we done here? Okay, what have I strapped in for here? Mate, within 20 minutes, the wheels are off. Okay, the wheels are fucking off. These things are powerful. Much too powerful for a guy with my sort of haircut. Okay, Um, I don't have any tattoos. And I don't think I should be allowed to take drugs of this powerful nature. Um, My God, dude, I was fucking out to lunch. Okay. Then we had a dinner reservation at bloody the Chinese restaurant that we all know and love. So we go, Jesus Christ, dude. We go to Liquorland. I try to bounce it up with the Liquorland girl. I'm already on thin ice. Um, long story short, I won't be returning, okay? It was nothing short of embarrassing for me. Barely get a sentence together. I'm trying to bounce her up. Uh, it's just embarrassing from start to finish. Get a bottle of red and we head down to Chinese and it's just diabolical we we literally are just out like we're just so fucked there's like two families having like 
two seventh birthday parties. I've never seen the restaurant this busy. There's two other tables. Um, people are coming in to get takeaways and we are just like, we're just rolling around on the, like basically on the floor. Like, like someone would drop a fork and we're just like, ah, ah, like we're just losing it, completely losing it. The duck pancakes come out. It's a fan favorite. Okay. My cousin Danny is so out to lunch. He takes all of the duck and puts it in one, like a fucking El Grande melt burrito. The bloke's just been down to fucking Guzman Y Gomez, it looks like. Okay, there's no duck for anyone else. You know, I go, mate, there's like one piece of duck left. Mac is like, all I got was fucking sauce, mate. You're dead set kidding. So we're tearing strips off him. He has a full, like, like as big as a fucking one of those dog food sticks, a duck burrito. Like, it was just the most gluttonous thing I've ever seen in my life. Mate, we are like causing scenes left and right. It's embarrassing. Um, it's a 15 minute walk home it takes us about an hour and there were moments where we thought we should just lie down in a local bush and die okay it was absolutely terrifying just a terrifying experience on these cookies dude like fuck me i'm you know i'm in for having half a cookie and a, and a bit of a giggle in the afternoon but like we we all thought we were gonna die okay you ever been scared of the dark when the sun's still up because that was me when we were walking to the restaurant. I thought the darkness is coming and I'm not going to like it. We were absolutely out to lunch. Um, I can't go back to Liquorland. I probably can't go back to that Chinese restaurant for at least three weeks. Um, and to be honest, I just remembered I owe, I owe Ben $40 for the meal. So, I don't know. It was just a horrifying experience from start to finish, dude. We got back to our house. It was like, oh, thank God. You know, we were like, lock the doors, lock all the doors, don't interact with anyone from the public. Every interaction we had was a disaster, okay? But anyway, yeah, so Friday was just terrifying. Um, we had fucking the El Diablo cookies. The guy who gave them to us, I swear to God, doesn't even smoke weed. I don't even know what the hell he's doing. It was like, I don't know, it was some sort of a Breaking Bad experience, you know? He's like a science teacher... Next thing you know, he's fucking sent over a, a box of the devil's goods. And we're all, everyone's like, this is the craziest shit ever. And he's like, yeah, I learned it doing chemistry. We're like, what? And he's like, I don't know. I don't, I still don't know what happened, dude. Still don't know what happened. But anyway, I'm having a bit of PTSD, I think. Um, so anyway, so, all right, Saturday night, um, we go out. I'm shocked. I'm appalled. Um, big... Big Trav from Big Brother. I shoot him a text. Um, he goes, yeah, God, lads. Um, he goes, I might see you out later. I'm at a different pub. I go, beautiful Trav, you, f you fucking vessel. You absolute legend. Um, so he's ripping and tearing. We, we head out to the pubs. Now, Halloween. I personally don't get around it. But I saw a lot of hilarious shit this year. People that go to a Halloween house party and dress up, hilarious. People that just go to a normal pub where it's not a Halloween themed night and dress up, I gotta say, I respect the shit out of you because it, like everyone's dressed normally and then you'll just see like Darth Maul walk past. I ran to this guy dressed as Darth Maul and he's just in the pub. No one else is dressed up and this guy's in head to toe Darth Maul. He's got the face paint and everything. <laughs> 
Dude, that's fucking wild, okay? You deserve... If that guy, every, every you know, interaction with a woman he had, he, de- he deserved to kiss them uh, if they, if, you know, if they so wished, okay? They got the balls on this guy. Everyone's wearing fucking white t-shirts and jeans. And we got Darth Maul on the beer garden. Fucking hilarious, dude. Even people in his group weren't dressed up. I can only assume he lost a bet. Or maybe he won one. Because he was a hero in my eyes. But anyway. So, oh, dude. Pelican of the week. This son of a bitch. I swear to God. 73-time Pelican of the week. Macca. Make it 74, okay? This sick son of a bitch. This Judas motherfucker. Okay? Now, the pub we go to lines out the door. It's pouring with rain. It's like a two-hour wait. Obviously, I have a successful podcast. Macca used to work at this pub. You know, we've got our ways of sort of, you know, getting in. Um, no, we just know we just know a few people that work there. So, me and Adam, we're waiting in this line. Macca's like, I might be able to get us in. Me and Adam are like, all right, no stress. Um, we're just going to zip to the bathroom downstairs. There's one of like this car park. Macca goes, no stress. I'll see what I can do. We get back to the line like two minutes later. All the boys are inside. Macca got like five of the lads in. Didn't text us. Didn't call us. Now it's pouring with rain. We don't know the guy that well who got the lads in. So now me and Adzi are stuck out the front. We lost our place in the line as well. So now that's another half hour wait. Um, so we call. That's okay. We'll call our friend Macca. He'll help us out. Okay. Because this is what friends do. They help each other out. We call Macca. We're standing outside in the pouring rain under a tree that is providing very little coverage. Okay. I can see straight through the front door. Macca is right there at the bar. I go, perfect. All he has to do is turn around, have a quick chat to the bloke, and we'll be in. Me and, me and Adzi are out the front, calling him. And we're watching this fucking absolute piece of shit screen our calls. He's, doing the, he's looking at his phone going, ugh, and hanging up on us. He hung up on both of us like three times while we're getting poured on. Then he picks up once and goes, as he goes, can't hear you, mate, just text me. Hangs up. We text him. He doesn't reply. What kind of selfish son of a bitch is this guy? Okay. As soon as he crossed the threshold of this pub, it was like we didn't exist anymore. You know, I, c- I couldn't believe the level of selfishness I was seeing. Okay. Then I had to go up and I was able to get us in with the, with the help of a, of a mate of ours who works there. But I mean, we looked like drowned rats, and I think he took pity on us, really. But we were able to get in, and I did not speak to Macca for the rest of the night. Okay, this piece of shit, dude, I swear to God, I've never seen anything like it. It's like uh, in Curb Your Enthusiasm, it was exactly like that. When fucking What's-His-Face is calling the bloke in the basketball stadium, and he's just watching him hang up. Dude, I've never, I've not seen a betrayal like it. Uh, since my mate refused to split a $90 Uber with me in 2013. I was working one day a week. He knew that, okay? He knew that. Dude, so Pelican of the Week, and also just fucking tighten up, tighten up, McElroy. Tighten the fuck up. Ugh. So angry at him. So angry at him. But then we go to this Halloween house party after, and, uh, Dude, I love going to a house party where you don't really know anyone. It was actually the lesbians' house party. So we knew like three of them. 
Um, but then the whole house party, we didn't know. I love that, dude. Clean slate, you know? No one knows you. You know, you could be a legend in their eyes. They don't know you're a fucking weirdo. They don't know that. So it's just unreal. Um, the girl who I um, demolished those wings in front of a couple of episodes ago, uh, I said hi to her. Within 0.7 of a second, she told me she now has a boyfriend. And I didn't blame her. I think I think watching me just fucking absolutely destroy a bowl of wings, um, getting the sauce everywhere. I think she said, I think she said to herself, "Fuck, I need to shape up. I need to tighten up. Have a go at the state of this bloke. You know, I need. I didn't, yeah. So, I think my wings incident pushed her over the edge. You know, she she needed a real commitment. Um, but that's okay. Didn't blame her at all. Um, but yeah, we're having a good time. Some absolute psychopaths at the party uh one one guy i'm fucking he's just there's always a guy at these these sort of parties just forever sopping wet you know there's a guy who's just constantly in and out of the pool even though no one else is going near the pool this guy had like a fucking a chest tattoo and he was just a crazy motherfucker but he seemed unstable i was taking a piss and he came in and started doing coke like right next to me i'm like fuck mate you're just an absolute vessel um i, I literally was like this guy is just he was coked out of his mind i was like this is this could go either way you know i could be eating this bloke's fist for looking at him but then i ended up chatting with him he, he's actually a pretty good bloke i thought that's okay he's all right and uh, i had a great time at this house party um trying to think of some notable things i gotta say eh, i can't think of it can't think of it i was sort of mugging a chick off uh banter wise who turned out to be the owner of the house which wasn't a great look wasn't a great look, um, but I sort of managed to get her back on board, I think. Um, but I left, and um, turns out that psychopath bloke from before actually tried to punch on with Samos for no reason later on. So my instincts were correct about him. He was, a, a, there's nothing more scary. This guy was about 6'4 and about 140 kilos, 120 kilos. But then on top of that, he was wet, you know? So he's slippery. He's slippery, I should say. You know, God forbid. If he takes the if he takes the fight to the ground, he's gonna be very hard to choke out. He'll be you'll be slipping all over the place. Next thing you know, he's just fucking ground and pounding you. So, so he was a scary individual. He tried to fight Sam after I left. Easy come, easy go. You know, thank God I wasn't there because then he probably would have beat the shit out of two blokes. So, you know, <laughs> dodged a bullet there, as it were, a very slippery, coked up bullet, I should say. All right, so up next now this this podcast famously political <laughs> famously political love um my politics love to politic um love voting uh love policies etc okay i love i love blokes in suits uh with poor hairlines telling me what to do i'm just I, I love it all but i will say um no obviously i don't don't really know anything about politics but the american election is today so i feel like i should address it in some capacity um i believe it ends today I truly do not understand how American politics works. This election, it feels like has been going on for two years. I don't understand. It's finally ending today. Thank God. Um, just, it's absolutely ruined Instagram. You know, the amount of all the, all the hot celebrities I follow, you know, the, the actresses, the models, you know, then I, you know, my, the sports stars, the, the legends, the comedians, well, not so much the comedians. They, they, they don't fall for this trash, but, um, Every post is just telling everyone to vote, you know, vote this, vote that. It's like, babe, I followed you because I saw you in a two chains video. What are you, what are you fucking talking about? Politics. 
you know? No, nah, bloody hell. Post some more saucy pics, you know? I don't know. Vote. I live in Sydney. I live in Sydney, Australia. So I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I, did, I just saw... Um, people have been voting in America for about three months, it seems like. Why is it so hard to vote in America? You know, they're like, vote, get your postal votes in. Get down to your local ballot. And voting is so difficult in America if you do manage to pull it off. If you do manage to participate in democracy, you get a sticker that says, I voted. And this is like, celebrities put up photos on Instagram with their sticker and it's like a big deal, apparently. They're like, fuck, I, I, think, I think to vote in America, you have to get your ballot paper, you know, tuck it, tuck it in between your nuts and do like a ninja warrior course. And if you don't complete the course, you can't, you can't vote, you know? Democracy is only for those who enjoy CrossFit. Um, I truly don't know how you vote in America or what goes on. Um, Joe Biden has so many celebrities supporting him. The guy's contact list in his phone must be insane. He just had, um, he just had Eminem endorse him. Dude, Eminem. It's got to be the coolest celebrity you could ever have. He had a, a campaign video that came out yesterday with lose yourself as the background. You know, it's like you only get one shot and like people are lining up to vote. And then it's like Biden, like walking through the crowd with a mask on. Dude, sometimes if people have cool masks on, it makes them look like more of a, like even cooler. Um, but he's got Eminem with the Lose Yourself soundtrack. Not a single celebrity endorses Trump that I know of. I don't know. There's probably heaps of American, maybe like rodeo people or something. Um, but I don't know. I don't know who's going to win. I don't, I don't know anything about it. I don't really even understand why it's taken so long. Why is it so hard to vote in America? This is what I want to know. You know, they're like, please vote. Get out and vote, people. In Australia, you just cop a massive fine if you don't vote. You know, you got you, you to gotta vote with a gun to your head. That's democracy here, babe. Okay? And we don't have to listen to fucking Keith Urban or any other celebrity tell us who to vote for. You know, that's the best thing about Australian celebrities. They just want to be celebs, dude. They don't, they don't get too big with it, you know? Like, ABC reporters will get political because, you know, they're ABC reporters, you know? But we don't have freaking... I'm trying to think of a celebrity. I mean, we only have, like, seven celebrities, but, you know, Hugh Jackman, he's not telling us what to do. I don't think he even knows who the Prime Minister is anymore, you know? And if Hugh Jackman did tell me what to do, I don't think I'd care for it. But I know he wouldn't do that to us, Okay. But meanwhile, fucking Brad, Brad Pitt's got a, you know, voiceover for a Joe Biden trailer. It's like, mate, we just enjoyed World War Z. What are you talking about? You know? Freaking that other film he was in. Moneyball. It's like, mate, I enjoyed you in Moneyball. I don't know what this is about. I'll listen to you if you want to tell me how to, how to take a, a low-ranking baseball team to the top of the comp on very little coin. I'll listen to you then. What's this about who to vote for? What are you talking about, Brad? You're an actor. What happened, Brad? Please stop. You know? But it's ending today, so that's that's exciting. Um, people get really into it. It'll be a bad day for social media. Um, no, uh, <laughs> nothing better than uh, so, some sort of wannabe Insta influencer from Sydney. You know, one of these chicks who has like actress, producer, TV host, radio host, comedian, all in their bio. They've never done one of those things and they're like no no not trump it's like don't you live in bondi babe 
Is your dad a multi-millionaire? Doesn't he work for freaking BP Petrol? What? <laughs> Sorry, Kate. What? <laughs> Dude, so get ready for some absolute trash posting. Um, yeah, I just... I love... I, there's nothing better than um, rich 21-year-olds <laughs> from Sydney who's never even been to America weighing in on American politics. That's even more annoying than Brad Pitt telling me who to vote for in a country I don't live in. Uh, dude, it's unreal. But I just don't understand why it's so hard to, to vote. Like, you know, who knows what goes on in America, you know? Maybe if they didn't shoot up the public schools so much, they could fucking go down to their local, have a sausage sizzle and, and, and vote in a relaxed manner like Australia, you know? Well, you go down to your local public school, you run into bloody all the people from the neighborhood, how you going? There's none of this bloody... If you say who you're voting for, people usually just laugh and they go, who gives a shit? You know, that's, yeah, you have a sausage. Very hard. This has been scientifically proven. Very hard to enjoy a sausage sandwich when some kid from year six has got his dad's revolver and he's fucking lighting up the quad, you know? Hey, guys. Hey, Bill, get that sausage down, yeah? Fucking Timmy from year six is around the corner and he's in a fucking mood, you know? (laughs) Very unrelaxed environment, that. Very unrelaxed. Um, Americans are endlessly fascinating to me, dude. You know, in the Australian government issued a travel warning for America be- because they 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 reckon there's going to be heaps of civil unrest after the election. Um, I'm guessing if Biden wins, the Trump people are more likely to go crazy, but I'm not sure. Um, but imagine like civil unrest, like the streets won't be safe because of the election. Imagine after an Australian election, fucking. ScoMo wins, and then, like, you go up to the shops, and there's blokes with, like, labor hats on, like, throwing Molotov cocktails into a fucking Commonwealth bank, you know, going, long live, um, the labor guy. I don't even know who the fucking labor guy is. I feel like it's Bill Shorten. Is he still the guy? I think it's Bill Shorten. Um, yeah, long live Bill Shorten, and they're fucking lighting up a bank and shit, you know? pouring diesel all over your local subway because of an election you know we just don't have that in us we just we just don't have that sort of fire in us you know it's like ah well we tried that's it you know so i don't know americans dude chill out that's what i say chill the fuck out dude um i wonder how many celebrities are low-key voting for trump you know all these people that are just like i voted but they don't say who they voted for That'd be a great, uh, that'd be almost more interesting. Um, celebrities who are closeted gays move over. Closeted Trump supporters would be way more interesting now, you know? Closeted gay Trump supporter. What? That'd be cool. Um, but yeah. So I don't really know why I spoke about this because I realize I've got sort of no opinion whatsoever. Um, anyway, moving on. I'll say this. Um, how much bloody time have I done here? Okay, I'm going to save something for another week. We're going to wrap this thing up. Okay, just washed my hair this morning, dude. Fucking hell. So voluminous. Um, so anyway. Oh, yeah, I saw this during the week and it's just like, ugh, just absolute trash, to be honest. Um, now there's this thing and I'm not saying this thing's okay, but I'm, I'm just saying it's not the biggest deal in the world. Okay, so what's been happening recently, I'm sure everyone's seen it, is hot chicks on Instagram 
Now, now, famous hot chicks have been getting fake accounts made of them for eons, okay? Now, what's happening now is these Russians or v- the Vietnamese, whoever is doing it, they're making fake accounts of, like, pretty hot chicks who have, like, maybe only, um, like, a f- few thousand followers or, like, they're not, like, wildly famous. Um, and they'll set it up and be like, hey, like, this is a backup account. Check out my OnlyFans, okay? And... You know, the, it's it's not great. You shouldn't impersonate people. It's not good to you know smear someone's reputations, saying you have a, a this this you know chick who's a fucking local accountant has an OnlyFans. No one wants that, okay? But it's not the biggest deal in the world, okay? Uh, I've I've had a few. I know a few girls who this has happened to. You just report it. It gets taken down. No fuss, no muss, okay? Some girls act like they are the biggest victims in the world when this happens. I've seen two or three recently, and it's just like. Does it, is it really, is it really the biggest deal in the world, this fake account? Like, the bio is in broken English. You know, it'll be like a fake name with like, it'll be the name, like three pictures all uploaded that day. And then like, it'll be like, the bio will be like, this backup account for saucy picture and or nude vid. Click above below. And then it'll have like some only, like some, it's not even an OnlyFans link. It's like link to like Kazakhstan.org. It's like everyone knows this is fake. Okay. No one thinks you've got an OnlyFans. Maybe if if people aren't reporting it as fake, maybe they think you should get an OnlyFans. Okay. Maybe they're surprised you haven't got one already. Okay. But I saw like, uh, some of these girls will post stuff like, oh my God, like guys, like, you know, this, this is happening. I can't believe you guys are all going about your day when like. You know, we still got plastic straws at this cafe, like seriously. And then the next day they'll be like, guys, oh my God, having such a rough day. I'm, I'm sure everyone saw the account. Um, please report it. Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening to me. I'm so embarrassed. Obviously, it's not me, guys. Please report it. And it's just like, it's like, oh my God. The vi- Yes, you're the biggest victim on the planet because some Russian guy made a fake account. You know, it gets taken down in two hours. Literally nothing, nothing happens. Nothing happens. I saw this chick, she did a, like a two minute Instagram story um, about it being like, oh my God, like just carrying on. I can't believe it. Oh guys, thanks for your support. It means the world to me. And she did a normal main feed post of her like with two cocktails being like, I can't believe I got through that guys. Couldn't have done it without your support. My God, you know, what a crazy world. I can't believe someone would think that's okay. It's like, yes, it's not great, okay? No one wants a fake account. But also, it's not, it's a fake account. It's up for three hours. No one gives a fuck, okay? No one gives a fuck. Do you know who the real victim is? One of these fake accounts, fucking, my mate Jack actually signed up for one of these fake OnlyFans. He's still got some Korean bloke taking $55 out of his account every month, Okay? And he even, he even messaged the girl whose fake OnlyFans was being like, Kate, what the fuck? And she had to be like, yeah, I don't have an OnlyFans. That was fake. You know? And my mate deserved it, okay? If you click on some link that says nudephotos.kazakhstan, click here, dot porn, it's like, <laughs> and you put your bank account details into that site, you deserve to lose every penny, okay? But he was still more of a victim than the girl whose fake account it was. And I know chicks who've had this happen to them. They go, they go, hey guy, just put on your story once. Hey guys, by the way, not me. Report the account, it gets taken down. That's it. No must, no fuss. Some of the fucking 
some of these chicks who think like the whole world is stopping because there's a fake account of them it's like just fucking get a grip babe what are you talking about you know if if anything and and some of these girls do they fucking love it as well they're like oh my god i'm so hot people making fake accounts of me it's like just fucking okay if you just reported this and then went went out for breakfast by the time you got home the account will be taken down okay no one's gonna think you fucking drunkenly started a instagram and an only fans and then took it down that's not something people do okay fucking bizarre dude i've seen like three chicks do this and it just i don't like it but anyway um all right last thing oh yeah so uh a little bit sheepish here i did have a thing prepared about how i think the nup to the cup melbourne cup day protests are kind of dumb um but within five minutes of the race finishing uh one of the brave horses had eaten a shotgun so Mm, I don't know if it's going to come across as well as I was hoping. Uh, yeah, look, I don't want horses to die. Horses are my favorite animal, so feel a bit... Uh, maybe I might need to rethink my stance on that one. Um, but that is the pod for this week. Um, some interesting points made, I thought. Maybe not. It doesn't really matter. Um, this podcast is solely about me carrying on, and and that's all it is, and that's all it needs to be, babe, so um yeah i don't know uh i don't know how to finish um as always if you'd like to tag a friend in a facebook stand-up comedy video uh always very helpful i got, I don't want to speak out of school but one of my videos is uh heading towards one million views which is pretty good um so if you'd like to tag a friend always very helpful if you'd like to tell a friend about the podcast always very helpful and uh the last few months the pod's been um you know rising rising um in in views and listens don't take too much notice of my YouTube presence. It's quite poor, but um, but the listeners have been going up, and the YouTube views have been going up ever so slightly. So that's that's exciting. That's exciting. I have the <laughs> I have the most poorly followed YouTube account in Australia. I think there's fucking seven year olds with more YouTube subscribers than me. Um, but anyway, I I like filming them, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, babe. That's the end of the pod. <laughs> Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's stronger than me. Don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.